Once someone enters, there is no turning back. Participants will be subjected to unbearable environments and incredible physical stress. Will it be worth it? The Dory Monson Show on Cairo Radio. This is The Big Lead. You're a longtime listener. It's weird hearing that without Marv Albert's yes following it. I can't do the yes with this voice, but you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Andrew, that, that clip you just played, it used to be in our show open at the beginning of every hour, if you can believe that. Each hour? Yeah, it was it was built in, and then uh, it was punctuated with Marv Albert's yes. Can you find a little Marv for me? I think I've actually, that file might exist somewhere. i got to see if I can I'm find it. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. I love Marv. Um, okay, a couple of things. I was talking with Brandy about the Seattle school kids who walked out on Monday because of the shooting at Ingram. I did see that Bruce Harrell sent out a tweet, and he said that they are going to work to advance new gun safety measures. Um, I would like to, in all earnestness, suggest two things to Bruce Harrell that would uh, have stopped that shooting. Make it illegal for 14-year-olds to have handguns and make schools a gun-free zone. And then nothing like this would ever happen again because laws are a perfect way to stop people, criminals, from committing crimes with guns. So that's my two suggestions to you, Mayor. Uh, make it illegal for 14-year-olds to have guns and make schools gun-free zones. Man, that would do that. do the trick. Nicole, did you hear? Nicole! Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm getting worked up already. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nicole, did you hear that CBS News story about the NFL game this weekend? Oh, no, I missed it. Oh, this is annoying. So uh, one of the games coming up this weekend, the Cleveland Browns are Mm -hmm. supposed to play in Buffalo against the Bills. But the forecast for Buffalo on Sunday is three to six feet of snow. I saw that forecast. How much fun would it be to watch that NFL game? But the NFL, they just moved it to Detroit. Well, I think it's because there, it's called a thunder snowstorm. So it's not just snow. It's thunder snowstorm. So what? <laughs> I know. I don't. I've never heard of them canceling or moving a uh, Packer game. Have you? Uh, they play in the snow, and it no, is. No, they did move a game from Buffalo to Detroit in 2014, I believe. But uh, mm. yeah, but that would be great fun, I think. But you know what this is? The wimpification of our society, I the know. wussification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even NFL players can't play in a little snow. Well, are they doing it for the players or are they doing it for the fans? I don't, if you live in Buffalo, you can handle some snow. I don't. I mean, <laughs> the most fun I've ever had playing any sport. It was a Super Bowl Sunday. I used to, uh, every Thanksgiving day and every Super Bowl Sunday, I would organize a big, huge touch football game. And uh, I've, I've told the story many times. I woke up on Super Bowl Sunday, and it was snowing here in Seattle. It was snowing hard. And I said to my wife, oh, man, I hope people don't cancel. And so the phone starts ringing because we were going to meet up at 10 o'clock. About 8.30, my phone rang. Like, ah, here come the cancellation. Mm-hmm. And everybody was called me and said, we're still on, right? Yeah, this, this is going to be fun. 
it, I've never had so much fun. I was, I was about 40 years old, but mm-hmm. uh, it just, oh, man, playing in the snow. Yeah, that the sounds I, I really don't think it would be the players. I think it's the, well, number one, the, the thunder lightning risk is probably the number one thing. But then also it's the wimpification of everybody going and working in it, right? The, you know, the TV crews, the all of those people, I think, are probably the bigger whiners than the players because I don't hear players whine. Yeah, they better not. Uh, and then a, a story I also heard on CBS at the top of the hour that I thought knew would be perfect for. So um, I have learned, my, my three daughters, they're not... Uh, they like going to concerts, but they mostly go to more indie shows and, you know, showbox stuff and, mm-hmm. and all that. But even my daughters uh, want to be part of this Taylor Swift uh, event at the Seahawks Stadium uh, next spring. And now they're looking into lawsuits against Ticketmaster because millions of people mm-hmm. were for hours holding on to a crashed system when the tickets were supposed to go on sale a couple of days ago. It's really weird because I know a few people that had no problem getting in and getting their tickets. So I'm not sure where the breakdown is. I I have been a part of a they're verified and then you the next time you get your code and then the next time you get in. It's like what they did with Adele in Vegas and and uh you know I've been in it for a Garth Brooks thing you know it's doable it's a little frustrating and I think some people just don't get it and you end up sitting in these lines longer than you should they should kick people out sooner probably that aren't ever going to make it in because they put you in like a holding room and then this room and that room and whatever anyway but I think it is a complicated system but I don't know how else they do it I mean in a time the time that we live in, like this is the only way to get tickets where you used to be able to go stand in line and you get tickets that way and it's less people on, on computers. Yeah. And now and that's the only way to get tickets and you have how many fans does the stadium hold? Well, they have floor 80? seatings too, so it's yeah. like 80,000. Yeah, so and it's those arenas all at once around the country. That's a lot of people. I don't know why they thought it would work. Why wouldn't you just do one stadium at a time to prevent this? But yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. But I, I, I am have been a Taylor fan in the past. She's a little crazy woke to me now, and and all of her songs are a little bit. Meh. Um, so I wasn't really into this one, but uh, but I have seen her at that at the at Century Link when it was that. Um, and it is one a fun of my show. daughters. One of my daughters considers her the finest songwriter of her generation. I wouldn't disagree. She's pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, okay. I mean, it, you don't have to agree with every lyric. You don't have to, you know. My daughters like also. She sings, but. They think I have way more juice than I actually have to get tickets because I don't. But, oh yeah, uh, that's cute. Yeah, they were they were wondering. <laughs> If I would have any any way to help out. And sorry, I got no Taylor Swift. Okay, with all that as mere prelude, let's get right to the big lead. The big lead. I sense a Dory rant coming on. After one of Aaron Granillo's newscasts earlier today, I started getting a bunch of text messages, and I did not hear the newscast because Nicole and I were talking off air. But a bunch of people said, Dory, you got to comment on the Starbucks worker. So uh, a bunch of Starbucks stores apparently around here, the workers were on strike today because they say that they're not being adequately staffed. 
they oh, do this. Ahead. Well, they do. I just want to give a little background. So today is Red Cup Day. So every year for one day, they give out free cups that are the you know the hot coffee plastic cups i mean they're not that impressive but you know it's a free cup so everybody wants it right i mean it's a dollar regular price i think that's what they charge is like a dollar but um (laughs) it's yeah uh but that's why they get a little more business today and so this is why they chose today so that it would impact the company most Okay, so here, I haven't heard the sound bite, but a bunch of listeners said, please play it and comment on it. Uh, here is a worker at Starbucks explaining that they just don't have enough help today, and that's why they're on strike. Red Cup Day is normally a nightmare for the, those of us working um, because they refuse to staff our stores properly. So we are not making enough money to live in addition to working the worst shifts. Well, the worst shifts. The worst. Okay. And... Not making enough to live. If you don't want to get up early, you probably shouldn't work at a coffee place. And Starbucks is a place uh, where you can get a second job, where they'll pay for your college. Uh, they, it's it's probably not a career, being a barista. Uh, but it's not meant to be. Jobs like that are meant to be uh, for for entry level and for people who are you know in college and they need a gig while they're going to school uh it's a job and no offense i, I know that i i don't drink coffee but i know that there are some baristas that people love and you know they're, they've become friends with them and they know how to do the little foam heart on top and all that stuff that's but, not that's not starbucks <laughs> no they don't do that okay no oh. but that's the thing is you don't even have to be able to do that it's not it an goes, art job. Yeah, but uh, it's a job that almost anybody can do. And that's what usually determines how highly a job is compensated. Uh, not anybody can remove a brain tumor. So neurosurgeons make a lot of money. Uh, not everybody can uh, host a radio talk show. <laughs> no, never mind. Uh, okay, up next. It is pretty it is pretty okay. shocking. I I feel like these people that they talk to and get these cuts from are what scares me most about the well, future. Oh, let me say one other thing about that. We have an economic reckoning that is coming. And Amazon announcing that it's laying off 10,000 workers and they're going to uh, a lot of them are going to be in human relations. When they when any company starts laying off human relations, that means that any expansion is not happening, not in the near future. We are on the brink of some really really tough economic times when when companies like amazon right before the christmas season are are laying off workers and yet you have jay inslee saying that he needs to blow up the state budget by 10 billion more uh companies have to tighten their belts government is expanding city of seattle has a massive deficit right now why well, for one reason, they're paying women to come here from other states to have abortions. Okay, maybe right now in an economically tough time, we shouldn't be worrying about that. Maybe the United States shouldn't be sending $100 billion to Ukraine before our own border is secure. But everything's backwards, and the economic reckoning is uh, its going to come in like a wrecking ball. 
as Miley would say for crying out loud. Okay, up next in the big lead. The big lead. I sense a Dory rant coming on. Woke 5 News is what we have come to call my former employer, King 5. Um, I, I love a lot of the people who are still working there, but... Man, they come up with some stories because they've decided that they are going to be the woke, wokest of the woke. So they did a story. This led their newscast, I'm told, a day or two ago when I was uh, gone, when I was out of town. But listen to this blockbuster story that uh, King 5 is focusing on this week. They love living in this part of Seattle, but that would not have been possible when this area was developed. Said lots or lots shall not be sold or rented or leased to any person not of the white race. Wow. <laughs> Nor shall any person not of the white race be permitted to occupy any lots. Okay, the reporter is reading this 70-year-old neighborhood covenant to a black man and an Asian man uh, to, to shock them. <laughs> Nor shall any person not of the white race be permitted to occupy any lots. Wow. This land shall never be occupied, sold, or given to Negroes or any person wow. of the Negro blood. Not of the white race be permitted to occupy any portion except a domestic servant. Okay, I can be a butler. Actually, this covenant is more than a hundred years old, and covenants like this were banned during the civil rights movement of the 1960s. So what is the point of Woke 5 pulling out a 100-year-old neighborhood covenant that was made illegal almost 60 years ago, and then they take it and they read it to a black man and an Asian man in 2022? Well, it's because the whole whole purpose of race issues by the woke is to stir up trouble and to stir up hatred. And if they got to pull out something 100 years old to do it, that's what they'll do. For decades, so-called restrictive or protective homeowner agreements, sometimes detailed in the fine print, but not always hidden, were outlawed in the 1960s. They are not enforceable today, but they remain on the books. I'm angry. I don't know about you. I don't feel very good about it. I grew up in the South, so not too much surprised me. Okay, now these two guys, the black guy, the Asian guy, they were playing pickleball in that neighborhood. And then King Five sends a reporter in, reads them a hundred-year-old document, and got the reaction. Instead of having a fun morning playing pickleball in their neighborhood, all of a sudden, for these two guys... Remain on the books. I'm angry. I don't know about you. I'm... I don't feel very good about it. I grew up in the South, so not too much surprised me. They're angry, and they don't feel good. They were laughing and playing pickleball until Woke 5 showed up. And now they're angry, and they don't feel good. And I'm pointing this out because we talk about how critical race theory is everywhere in the schools now. And the superintendent denies it. He is not telling the truth. I've documented how pervasive CRT is in the schools. And it is designed to do that with our children. 
to bring up anything they can to make people angry with each other, make people hate each other. You know, it's like that teacher at Ingram High School when the shooting was happening. And he said, if you didn't vote blue today, F you. And it's like, well, this teacher wanted to stir up hatred that day based on who some of his kids' parents voted for. Uh, And that has become a mission of the woke, to stir up hatred. And we have to call it out because until people understand that this is not about some kind of reconciliation or healing or whatever it is they claim. It is about that. It is about stirring up hate and stirring up trouble. And that is your big lead for today. The big lead. I sense a Dory rant coming on. Ah, just close it out here. That's it. Not paying attention there. Where is it? You want the closer, Andrew? Nah, nah, we're fine. Okay. Uh, We're going to take a quick time out. We'll check the news for you here at the bottom of the hour. And then I'm going to have more on our top story from two hours ago. I'm getting some additional information on this cryptocurrency scandal and how the money was stolen by executives hours before their bankruptcy filing. Uh, More on that as the Dory Monson Show continues. There are a lot of stories that I cover that people say are conspiracy theories and were invariably proven to be right in the stuff that we cover. But I'll, I'll, I want to give you just a couple of examples. Uh, a few months ago, I, I talked about the Great Replacement. And man, Everybody in the mainstream media says, oh, that is just a bunch of nonsense. The great replacement is that the far left wants to replace white people in America with people of color who would be more likely to vote Democrat. And it's uh, something we've looked into. But now we have proof. But it's from Democratic Senate leader Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer has now said that that's what he is calling for in this great replacement. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them. Because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. So how about that? There's growing evidence that the most highly vaccinated nations are seeing a slowdown in the fertility rate. Of, of women getting pregnant. There's a slowdown. I mentioned Taiwan. It's the latest to report earlier today. Year over year, one of the most vaccinated countries. And year over year, uh, Taiwan's birth rate is down 9%. The more highly vaccinated nations are seeing a decline. And the United States is among them. And so Chuck Schumer right there said that is the great replacement, what he said. He said our birth rate's going down. So... 
we have to grant citizenship to 11 million illegals who are in this country. And so is anybody going to decry Chuck Schumer as some wild conspiracy theorist? No, of course not. Because all he did was accidentally prove what some of us have been looking into for some time. I'll give you another example. Uh, this story with the cryptocurrency, uh, this may be the biggest corporate fraud case in the history of mankind. Uh, a cryptocurrency, FTX, uh, it was the brainchild of a very odd 29-year-old young man named Sam Bankman-Fried. And Sam Bankman-Fried is uh, hes a very quirky person. He's clearly on the spectrum. And the media loved him because he said that he wanted to use the billions that he claimed he had made. He wanted to use it to uh, help the Democrat Party and to stop climate emergencies in the world and all the media ate it up hi my name is sam and this is my story sam has crazy hair sam is vegan sam sleeps five hours a night sam lives in the bahamas with 10 roommates sam is 29 years old only but sam has 22 billion dollars and he wants to donate all of it to charity Oh, yeah, he's so philanthropic. But what we now know is that uh, George Soros was number one with $100 million, and Sam Bankman-Fried, who they call SBF, he was the number two donor to the Democrat Party during the midterms, somewhere between 40 and $70 million is what he gave. And that was only scratching the surface uh, when he was on a podcast. I imagine you have some probability distribution in your mind of how much money you might give in the next election cycle. Like, give me some number. Uh, I would guess north of 100 million. So if that's a floor, what's the ceiling? Like a billion? Might you give a billion? Yeah. I think that's a decent, like, thing to look at. That is a decent, like, thing to look at. A billion dollars is what he was planning to give to the Democrat Party. Well, we now know that uh, tens of billions of FTX customers' dollars have vaporized, gone. Uh, Just in the last hour, we have learned that $400 million dollars was uh, taken out of of a uh, wallet, a cryptocurrency wallet. $400 million was taken out and transferred. Uh, they say that of the $8 billion they know has been stolen, 2 to $3 billion of it is likely in the hands of the executives like the Sam Bankman Freed. He lives in a penthouse on the ocean in the Bahamas, which is a great tax haven. But how did he get all this money? Well, he got guys like Tom Brady 
to endorse his business, even though he was too quirky to even last 15 seconds with Tom Brady here. What's up, guys? I'm here with my boy Sam from FTX. We're at Crypto Bahamas Conference. We're going to start the day. We're going to do some TikToks for you guys. And uh, it's going to be an amazing day. We'll get started. We'll do a uh, get ready with me. Sam, where are you going, bro? Where are you going, bro? But if Tom Brady says that this is reputable, people were investing. Some invested a lot of their life savings in this company. Larry David, who is a far-left activist, he's also a billionaire. He was shilling for FTX. But why? Well, now we know that FTX had a business relationship, a connection with Ukraine. That is, Ukraine was trying to fight off Russia, the Russians. Ukraine invested money in FTX. They set up a partnership for them. They said, FTX said, they're going to raise funds for Ukrainians during the ongoing war. So Ukraine partnered with FTX, and they were going to raise money for the Ukrainian people. Now, while all this is going on, the Democrat-controlled Congress is sending $91 billion to Ukraine. That's more than Russia's annual defense budget, military budget. And the United States of America alone has sent way more. Russia's is about 65 to 70 billion. Their entire annual defense budget. The United States alone has given Ukraine $91 billion. Ukraine has a strategic partnership with FTX. FTX, Sam Bankman Freed, then becomes the second biggest donor in the world to the Democrat Party in America. And they somehow averted a total meltdown in the midterms where they outspent the Republicans by a dramatic amount. So this does certainly look like one of the biggest money laundering schemes, one of the biggest political scandals in American history. But is it going to get that kind of coverage in the mainstream media? Because the Democrat is their party in the mainstream media. So do you really think they're going to blow the whistle on their own party? You think they're going to cover this with any kind of zest and zeal? Or is it going to get buried? Like so many other things, we will keep a very close eye on the scandal as it unfolds. All right, quick time out, and then we are going to count down our favorite sound bites of the entire day. Awesome audio next. And down the stretch. What a day, what a show, what a show, what a day. What are the odds, Nicole, after absolutely shredding my voice for three hours, what are the odds that I'm going to be able to do the show tomorrow? Well, I expect you to not talk the rest of the evening. That'll be easy. And tomorrow as well, until the show. And buy some throat coat. Throat coat. Yes. That's the tea you were telling yes, me Yes, it's got a bunch of roots in it, and it, it, it it's good for when you wear your voice out when talking. It's good for any throat sickness. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's 
good for everything. Or some hot it. toddy with some honey in it. That too. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now what the odds are of me doing the show tomorrow. 99%. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't let a little thing like this not I like it. Those are good odds. Dedication. <laughs> Yeah, you better believe it. All right, with all that as a mere prelude, let's get to our favorite sound bites of the day. This is Dory Monson's awesome audio clips of the day. First of all, this is from a couple of days ago, but I wasn't here. Uh, Joe Biden, just g- g- give us a little little bit of what's on that card of yours. Um, uh, I can't have trouble reading this. Reuters, uh, the tangent about both. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, Joe. All right. Speaking of Joe Biden, now that the GOP has taken over the House, which is a big deal. It's a very big deal to have some balance in America and have a little stalemate, a little gridlock. Gridlock's good for us, the taxpayers. When one party has control of everything, they tend to try to buy permanency. When there is gridlock, that usually is really good for us. But the Republicans also have announced that they are going to launch investigations into the president and his family. We are releasing a report today that details what we have uncovered. We are also sending letters to the Biden administration officials and Biden family associates renewing our request for voluntary production of documents relevant to this investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, Violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. Oh, and it goes on and on. Go get them. Two years of nothing, more than two years, 50 years of Joe Biden lying about uh, so much of his political career. I, I hope he has corn pop by his side to stroke his leg hairs and give him comfort during these challenging times. Uh, General Mark Milley, he yesterday announced that Not only have we given Ukraine $91 billion, but now that we know that some of that money was going back to SBX and then going to the Democrat Party, now the money is going to keep flowing to the Ukraine. The United States are determined to continue to support Ukraine with the means to defend themselves for as long as it takes. We will continue to support Ukraine for as long as it takes, and we will continue to support them as long as it takes. And until then, we will continue to support all the way for as long as it takes. We will be there for as long as it takes. It was Tucker Carlson who put together that montage, but that was all in a very short speech. But that was the talking point, is the United States of America is going to keep sending money to Ukraine. Now, as I was saying earlier, We have a southern border that is completely wide open. 200,000 more people illegally came into this country just last month alone. 200,000. But as Chuck Schumer says, they're all future citizens. So that'll be good for his party. But uh, how do we 
defend Ukraine's border when we won't defend our own. I truly do not understand that at all. And uh, how can we afford to send $100 billion to a conflict that does not materially impact the United States and our citizens? Yep. It's helping the defense contractors, though. They like war. And finally, speaking of SBX, they gave money to Democrats, one of them, Maxine Waters. Now that she knows that money was stolen from the investors, is she going to give it back? I think some lawmakers that got donations from FTX's founder should give that money back. Oh, well, I don't want to get into that. As a matter of fact, both sides, Democrats and Republicans, have received donations. So thank you. She doesn't want to get into giving money back to thieves that stole the money and gave it to Maxine Waters. The modern-day Robin Hoods, they steal from the poor, and they give to the politicians. I got to get out of here. The John Curley, Cherry Elliker Show is coming up next. God bless you in these crazy times. I'll see you back here tomorrow high noon. Wow. Speechless, yeah? Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. You're really a fantastic audience.